Welcome to the ETAP Podcast, a service of the American Association of State Highway and Transportation Officials. Each month, we'll provide information and insight into environmental issues important to state transportation officials. Thanks so much for joining us on AASHTO's ETAP Podcast. I'm your host, Bernie Wagenblast. Empty your pockets at the gas station each week or navigate charging anxiety. Americans are caught in a catch-22, and that's just for folks with the income to consider purchasing an electric vehicle. As gas prices climb quicker than electric vehicle charging infrastructure expands, organizations like Forth and the Greenlining Institute are working to ensure equitable access to our growing electric vehicle charging network. In 2019, the Federal Highway Administration reported that the average American drove 14,263 miles per year, or 274 miles a week. The average electric vehicle battery can go approximately 250 miles between charges, which would seem to be plenty of range most of the time. But what about the occasional road trip? More importantly, what about people who can't easily charge up in their garage? Leslie Aguayo, Climate Equity Program Manager at the Greenlining Institute, and Jeff Allen, the Executive Director at Forth, join us this month to discuss just that, equitable electric vehicle charging. Leslie, Jeff, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Great to be here. Why don't we start off with a question for the two of you. Leslie, the Greenlining Institute works to provide equitable access to opportunity across a variety of areas. And Jeff, Forth is using an equity lens to expand electric vehicle charging. It seems to me like your groups are a perfect match for a partnership. Tell us a bit about how you're working toward your common goal together, if you would, please. A couple of ways that our organizations are working together. I think for me, mentioning the most obvious one is our team group. So we've established a group of folks from across multiple states. It's a multi-state coalition, if you will. And it incorporates Colorado, Illinois, North Carolina, and Virginia. And it's a group of stakeholders that are interested in also clean mobility, clean transportation, racial equity, and ensuring that our climate change goals are being met. Um, And so what we've done is established kind of a peer-to-peer learning network to be able to transfer some of the lessons learned um, and some of the challenges that we've been facing in California within this work for other folks to also be able to develop their own frameworks on how they'd like to advance their advocacy skills or policies, particularly within their own states. And so that's the first thing that comes to mind that both the Greenlining Institute and Forth are working on. And secondly, We both share common goals and a vision for how we'd like to see equity be incorporated in transportation electrification efforts. And I'll go ahead and let Jeff kind of expand more on what uh, Forth has been doing. And for us, that means making sure that investments, first and foremost, are centering low-income communities of color that are affected first and worst by both poverty and pollution as a result of bearing the majority of the burdens um, from pollution coming from transportation sectors. Um, And so, with that in mind, you know, we each respective organizations have different policy levers that we can pull um, to be able to advance these goals. Yeah, I just add it's in a lot of our work, it is kind of like the Venn diagram, right, of coming at it from an equity lens. Where does transportation fit into that? Coming at it from a transportation electrification lens, how does equity fit into that? And that sweet spot is really where they overlap and where those, um, those interests align and you know specifically when it comes to transportation electrification and charging the topic today what we've found is really 
you're more effective in accelerating transportation electrification when you center the folks who have the most barriers to accessing that technology. It's uh, an approach that's been called targeted universalism, but it's basically uh, a fancy term. What it really means is if you center the folks who have the biggest barriers and you solve for them, then you're going to be solving for a bigger set of folks faster and uh, you're going to get better outcomes for everybody by centering on those folks who've been historically excluded. So that's kind of the foundation for a lot of the work that we do and that we do together. It seems to me when you're talking about electric vehicle charging and equity, you're kind of dealing with two issues in a sense. One are the vehicles that are or aren't available, and obviously the charging infrastructure that is or isn't available. Are you able to look at both at the same time? Because it's great having electric vehicle charging in certain areas, but if there are no vehicles available that can use that infrastructure, what happens? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And I think it's one that's really central to the work that both Jeff and I do, right? There's this chicken and egg kind of competing forces, right? Which one do you invest in first? And the answer is really both. Both have to be there. And in particular, when we are 